How long did you work for eBay, please? About four years. All right, incredible. Yeah. And what did you do with eBay, please? So I was on the seller engagement and community team. I worked in the online community, and then I did a ton of events, ton of eBay opens, traveled across the country, going in to person, right? In, in person, person, yeah. In-person events, online events. I just talked about eBay, talked about eBay resources, engaged with sellers, and uh, advocated for sellers internally as part of my team. Dana remembers. <laughs> Dan and Daggy know each other for quite that a while. True. Kimi, wow. how long ago have you been selling on eBay? Oh my goodness. It's about 1998 is when I sold my first item. <laughs> what was the first item you sold first? Come on. It, it was a clicker, a remote for the garage door oh. opener. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And show off your seller community award. Kimberly has our amazing seller community award. You deserve it for years supporting our incredible community, especially the Facebook group of List Perfectly, where you can ask eBay questions. There is eBay executives, okay, in the group. So please be mindful, okay? We're not about here breaking the rules, but we're here about how to teach you to make those rules work better for your business because what worked great for Dana will not work great for Kimberly. Why? Because we're all different and we're gonna be talking, Taggy. So yes. you being with us, okay, looking forward to joining the e-commerce, and then you were able to launch successfully the Seller Community Podcast. Yes, yes, Where thank you. You made it happen to get eBay executives, to get incredible experience eBay sellers. So can you tell us a little more about that, please? Obviously, I came from eBay. I still know people over there. People still know me, but just you know, reaching out and asking. And I think that at certain levels, the management and upper, they don't get asked to do this too much and they're happy to do it. We've yeah. had the big one was Griff came on and talked about seller community. He's always happy to talk about we that. We love you, Griff. We love Griff. Wow. We had, I learned all I know about podcasts from Griff. We've had Rebecca Michaels on. She's the director of community engagement at eBay. Another great one that, and we'll share the link and we'll go into a little more detail was Julian who runs the, oh, yeah. the Vero. Vero program at eBay. And he cleared up some questions and it was like, is there a Vero list? Technically, there's not. Are you sure there's not a Vero list? No, there's not a Vero list. Are you yeah. really sure there's not a Vero list? No Vero list. Okay. A company can we'll submit. The process. Yeah, you will we'll explain the process. When it comes to our most powerful episodes, I would say the eBay Vero, episode 32, Vero, V E. R-O, what is the verified right owner program with Julian, okay? That was impressive. Yeah, and he puts it out there. He addresses the questions, and he says if there are questions, reach out to us. And he understands that there are a lot of myths and misconceptions. His mom sells, and he had talked to her once about the photos she was using. Julian was very open, and he runs the program on an international level. And by and the so, way, he's the global, okay, brand right. manager, okay, guys, intellectual property, brand protection expert, okay, so we were talking to the top person. It's not super clear. A lot of people don't understand it. So that is a great episode to uh, get that uh, insight into Vero there. Yep. Rebecca Michaels is great. She is the director of community engagement at eBay. And so... She was giving us a preview of uh, eBay Open Online 2021. And yep. so the interesting thing about that is that was uh, their first one back, the first fully online one. And she gave us a preview of that and then just talks about community a bit and uh, what they do. eBay Open's an interesting hybrid now. Nice. We hope they're going to bring it back, but I think uh, they're going to have both from here on. And we have the very important oh question. Okay, episode eight, eBay SEO as in search engine optimization or AKA also known as listing optimization with Dave Snyder. And please elaborate on that, Daggy, because this is the most, is it the most listened? Yeah, or yeah. so this is interesting. Dave Snyder is a friend of mine. We met actually, we met online and then met at a seller event, Ecom Chicago. And uh, we talked about music and eBay SEO. 
So he's a friend of mine and he is an eBay SEO expert. He specifically focuses on eBay SEO. So this episode, and we had him on a couple other times, and actually he's coming back soon. So he's going to be back on to kind of update us, answer some other questions. But so as Clara said, this is our most listened to episode, the first episode to break a thousand downloads. And the interesting thing about this episode is he goes really deep. And he, I always, I do say this about this, some big sellers I know, he changed the perception about certain listing practices that are still pushed out there, most specifically delisting and relisting. Thank you Um, for saying that. Thank you. We're going to be talking about, should I use a one magic button to delist and release this perfectly? Why don't you have that? Listen to this episode, okay? Watch today's session and see why resellers, okay? We don't have the one magic button, okay? And believe me, we can build it. It's really easy to do that button, but why don't we have it? Listen to us. Sharon McBride, she's since moved on from eBay, Yeah. but this is, eBay has this great program called eBay Main Street. Teresa Cox is a part of it. Dana, are you a part of it? I am. Okay, cool. Of course she is. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But basically this is part of the eBay government relations team. So they are based and ensconced in Washington and they advocate for online sellers with some of the other platforms and they're advocating for sellers across the board, which is a great thing at eBay and they want that feedback. And it's like I always say is like eBay, I believe amongst the platforms is the most connected with their seller community. They do things like this at a level that other platforms don't do and haven't gotten to yet. Not yet, not yet. Another one that is Teresa Cox, we have to talk about. (laughs) I just want you to go and check out this episode for Seller Mentoring, eBay Seller School, Seller Resources by Teresa Cox. And of course, interview by Doug Smith, okay, and this perfectly team. So that's another session that I highly recommend you. This was incredible. There is so many other chapters talking about eBay, but those are the main ones. So the seller community blog, listperfectly.com slash blogs. So this is a sort of eBay related blog posts. There's a lot of great ones on there. eBay related this week, eBay business policies from the fantastic Dana Crawford, a simple understanding. I love this. It's quick and to the point. Why so many photos on eBay? I'm starting on eBay or I came from Poshmark. I don't have time to take to, to build these business policies. What would you say to a reseller that is in this situation? If you're selling on eBay, you probably have policies and you don't know it because there'll be the default. So uh-huh. that's why you definitely want to go in and take a look. So you're not stuck with those defaults. And okay as you're getting the ball rolling. And sometimes people go business policies, OMG, what what the heck? That scares me, these words. So I try to simplify this and let people know it's basically your payments, your shipping, and your returns. Those those are your business policies. And so I've simplified the process for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't wait to do like a maybe we can. We're going to do, we're going to talk about more of this topic, Dana, because I feel, I don't know how you, Doug and Kimberly feel, but is it like almost like a taboo topic for us eBay sellers to be or not to be, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things. It's intimidating having these business policies and things like shipping. These business policies, they're important. And actually eBay guides you through and helps you do these, but they're important to help you succeed and you can change them along the way, but it's important to have these. I live by this rule. Okay. Take pictures if there is no description and describe a product like there is no pictures. So if you take more pictures with more quality, you can do a briefer description and refer to the picture that will save you time, messages, Will this fit on my living room? Will this fit my dog? Will this fit my ship on a cloud? Okay, I don't know, okay? Will this fit me when I'm on an airplane? I don't know, you get those questions. So I cannot even tell you 
how much this is going to reduce, okay, the amount of work that we shouldn't be doing and good images. Please go to eBay Seller School. They give you a guide how to do the pictures, all right? White backgrounds are important. Take advantage of this perfectly white background remover that we have at no extra cost. One, one more thing that I wanted to add with the 24 pictures is that is the future. Okay, I know that there is marketplaces like Keep Up With Four. I'm still scratching my head, but that's just for them to decide. I do believe that what eBay did is the future. And supporting video and 3D images for tennis shoes and expanding that to other categories is the future. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of other platforms out there that could take a lot of a lot of advice from eBay and add a few more pictures. Yeah. <laughs> There's just it's really difficult on some of the other platforms because you don't have that capacity. You can only put maybe six, seven pictures, and especially if you have a, a something that has defects or something that needs a lot more pictures to show different angles and you don't get that, but eBay allows you to do that. So that's super nice. Yeah. Yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So now else to add it, Dougie? Live selling is going to be the future. Oh, yeah. Live interaction. Absolutely. Uh, video but again, short eBay video. eBay doesn't have video. a live selling yet, right? Working on it? Yes. On cards, some of the player cards, the Pokemon there cards. There you go. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And they will expand it to other categories. Thank you for bringing that up, yes. Dana. Absolutely. No. All right, Dougie, thank you so much. Now of people, course. we're going to talk. We're going to be talking about the other challenging topic. And Dana, do you have a chart for fees or anything? You can bring it up and then I can. We're going to be talking about fees, eBay fees. Um, I'm breaking up my fee charts according to sections. In my opinion, eBay may tell you there's only two types of fees. I feel there are three types of fees. You've got your listing fee, your final value fee, and then you've got your upgrade fees. Yeah. So there's more to the fees and eBay has complicated it. I admit yes. they complicated it because it used to be so simple, yeah. but now we have categories that the fees change Yeah. and they, you get 250 listings. Yeah. That's a given. And then once you reach your 250 listings, then it's 35 cents per item on the average. Yeah. But then if you add, like I saw someone in one of our listing parties didn't know and didn't realize yeah. they were being charged for the sub title. And oh, so yeah. all this. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, everything costs you extra. Yeah. An <laughs> additional category. If I even do they still allow to list on two categories? Yes. No. Okay, yes. good. Yes. So the upgrade fees range from everything from promotions, if you're promoting your item, to the subtitle. And remember when we used to have gallery fees? <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, that. my goodness. Yes, wow. I completely about those. I did pay those ones. Yes, I did. Yes. So even more wow. important, it's wonderful how we have the extra 24 photos, which I am just so happy about, and we don't have to pay extra for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the key benefits on promoting listings in eBay is boost visibility, guided setup, pay only for sales, detailed reporting. Now, then I have a question for you, Teresa Cox. I believe it's at a 3%, three percent. Three, Amy. Uh, for the what now? The for the promoted, promoted. Uh, listings percentage. I don't remember how high you can go. I know it, it starts at two percent. You can't use a one. I think anymore. she was at three. Where are you, Dana? Yeah, I do ten percent. Oh, I want to know that ten percent hey. going once, going twice. Bond, you're the winner. <laughs> yeah, you win. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I follow the recommendations. Now, okay. if eBay recommends that I do eight point nine percent, I will definitely do it. Okay. And how is that working for you? I am a believer that when eBay is promoting something or eBay is suggesting something, you either climb on board or they leave you behind. Okay. That's always been my theory, and I'm a firm believer in it still that 
you got to jump on it. Yep, absolutely. I always been a little, I was in such a budget, okay, to build this perfectly again, still no investor. So I could not afford that 10%. So I relied a lot on e social commerce. And yep. what I did is I did at that time, back in the day, everybody was building websites to steal traffic out of eBay. I did the opposite. I was like, why should I do that? Why should I compete? Little me, okay? Why should I compete with the biggest marketplace, okay? And with the marketplace that has the most data, more than Amazon, just FYI, right, uh, Dagi? So They so have 20 some, they're the only company to have that much data on buyers and sellers across so many categories, an insane amount of data. That's why I go back with what Dana says, is like they make a recommendation based on the data they have. That's right. So this is my eBay store, as you can see, obviously now I use it mostly to for buying. Okay. But if you go down, okay, if you see all the feedback and then you can go by pages, you can certainly see, okay, vintage feaster, fifties, letter carrier, uniform jacket, large wool, us post office. Okay. So you see, I've, you can see there my whole story, but I just wanted to show you how I built the website a little differently to take advantage of the incredible credibility that being an eBay seller gives you when you don't have a webmaster, right? Digital <laughs> marketing to advertise your products and so forth. People don't realize there's so much more that yeah. all has to be a good rounded type of setup yeah. between your title, yeah. your category, your item specifics and your promotion. So you have to take advantage of every step and all of these things to equal in the algorithm. And it's like Google, they're yeah. not going to tell you. <laughs> you know? also because they can't. The way it works, well, once you add one, an algorithm, what it is, it's a formula. It's just a string of code That's that it. you're adding to the platform. And because this platform has AI, we can, we all know AI is its infancy. So yep. sometimes they won't tell you, not because they don't want to tell you, no. it's because they don't know what's going to happen with my Instagram account. And I had a right. uniform name for all of my social commerce accounts. Okay. The same right. as eBay. And then I would refer on every post I could send traffic to eBay. So right. that literally worked for me a lot and i would send people all the time because on instagram because there was no checkout there is no well, back in the day maybe now there is like a one that you can check out on the comments and then you can send them to paypal and so forth but sending traffic taking advantage of instagram people think about it it's a whole different audience billions of people that you are sending to your legit ebay yeah. store it works it's especially if you're doing an auction why would you do an auction please don't do an auction i beg you no auctions if you're not gonna be promoting that listing in whatever possible way you can or if you don't unless you have like when you have the the grabbers that what i call it the, the hook right the one that is irresistible that doesn't need okay to be promoted but that's my only suggestion what do you think about that dana I love auctions. So I, I love auctions. I run auctions every week. And I feel that the more auctions that you run, even if you run one a week, but there should be an auction ending as much as possible because it helps build traffic to your other items and it helps establish. And I also have an auto feed that sends every time my listing goes live or renews, it yeah. auto feeds to Twitter and to Pinterest. So yeah. I don't monitor Twitter and Pinterest, but I have dedicated boards just for my eBay listings. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that helps. Oh, okay. How important do you think is to fill out every little recommended? detail description section for every listing i'm gonna tell you i don't know what everybody else thinks i am not selling anymore to pay my bills okay i just sell for the love of randomly just to stay in ground but i can tell you if it is a recommended recommended detail each one of them if everyone that is recommended and you're not filling in you're only hurting yourself right. now 
you can go above and beyond recommend I have a lot of friends that maybe they get a little lost and they don't know where to stop. If you do too many, not the recommended, but the details, now you're excluding yourself. For example, if I'm looking for a red poly shirt with eBay logo and you start putting way too many details, what if it is cotton? Her shirt is not going to show. So be careful. Just go with the recommended, be generic, make sure people don't use those automated tools because it changes the way they, what was black, white, or blue. Next week is going to be a whole different way how eBay recategorizes that. And what happens is by using these automated tools to delete and release, you're perpetuating all listings that have irrelevant content that is going to get you sent to Siberia and your listing <laughs> ranking and visibility is going to be down there. And you're going to be like, why? I have an incredible product. My pictures are great. I have 30 days return. I'm doing 10%. It's about doing the details that eBay recommends and nothing better than list perfectly for it because we're going to show you how you can merge a list perfectly listing with an existing eBay listing. Now, the beauty of this, that eBay allows you to go shop. You can cherry pick, okay? You can shop around for sole listings. This is, you're not shopping around, okay, maybe this, I like this. No, go with the sold or completed listings. Then you can do a sell similar, and then you merge your LP listing with the sell similar, but it will have your images, your main descriptions, and already has all the recommended descriptions. So you don't have to do that work. I love it. So what other suggestions? Dana, I ask this question. I love asking this question all the time. Dana, okay. I have a thousand listings now. I am selling fee a month or my problem is no longer the fees. Okay. I just don't know where to go. Anchor, basic. Should I get a store? Why should I? Don't, it's a subscription. I don't want a commitment. It's a subscription, Dana. I don't usually recommend a store. Okay. Store unless you have at least 200 or more listings to make it worth your while. But uh, for I, the return of investment. Yes. Okay. Yes. And but as far as listing with a subscription to list perfectly, and I know I still am a full-time eBay seller. My mortgage just went up $400. So I'm on a mission right now to sell and get listing more items on weekends. And with a goal like that, I'll be yeah. able to offset my needs. And that's what we do as sellers. So we want to look for ways and angles that we can yeah. make more money and get yeah. more listings. Yeah. And it's not about quantity of listings. I don't care. People brag, oh, I've got my, my ex-husband used to brag, oh, I've got all these listings and oh my God, I just sold this. I had it sitting there for eight years and it relisted for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Oh, update button. You needed the update button there. I'm like, wow, you got a duster? You're going to get all the dust off of that? We are not collectors. We are <laughs> sellers, please, people, okay? Wow. And the magic button of delisting and releasing, no. Yeah. It does an not ex, work on eBay. For a reason not for quality, reason. quality listings, not uh -huh. quantity. It's a, if that would work, eBay would have built that like that. They have yeah. the money, they have the resources. Poshmark tried it, didn't work, okay? Yeah. It proven, I knew that it wouldn't work, okay? It just doesn't, okay? And we're gonna explain you why. Yeah, back in the day, you could put anything on eBay and make money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just wanna put it in perspective, okay? Careful, yeah. okay? When you're yeah. just going in that insanity of, the listing and I have people that do it every two weeks. Oh yeah. yeah. The listing and relisting thing. There's so much, so many theories out there. You hear, oh, this works. You've got to do it this way. The last eBay meeting where eBay flew me in to meet with everybody, the last discussion was about that. And eBay shook their head and said, no, it doesn't work that way. It and doesn't. So many people in the community think 
that yeah. it does. And I don't get it. I don't see why they would think that, but what do you think? You gotta understand that there is many solutions out there that are being developed by non-resellers. So if I look at it, like from the developer standpoint, it makes sense because their job is to expedite, okay, and reduce the amount of clicks. So in their logic, okay, the listing and relisting should be what these small sellers should be doing. The thing is that they're copying the model that they're using for <laughs> big companies. And that works maybe for big companies because they're having su such a different sell-through rate, all right, which is very different from us small sellers. And it's just, I think it's just a misunderstanding. I'm trying to portray those solutions as the magic solution. And again, they have advertising teams or sales teams selling you that, and then you hear about it and that perpetuates the misinformation. So like you said, even EVA executives, no, no, no. Okay. Believe me, they would have built that. Marketplaces tried it. It did not work. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt sorry for the one person that was a very big seller. He has a team of listers and delisters. <laughs> it's oh my goodness. Why? Why? It's painful now. So we'll um, explain shortly about that. And the speaking about that, why don't we show the audience okay how is the list? Should we jump into that? Because I know Kim, this is your jam, right? Yeah. Bring it. Kimmy, what is your situation or what's your perspective okay with the delist released? I know there's a lot of a lot of schools of thought. Some people do it religiously and they feel that it works and I'm not I'm not knocking that. But for me it's from what I've learned and what I've heard, what Dave Snyder, he's he blew my mind. I I've listened to the the three podcasts that he's on three times. And I'm still absorbing, I'm serious, I'm still absorbing all of his knowledge that he put forth, but it takes, what was it, 40 some days for a listing to even get established, or it takes at least that for it to get established on the platform, get it out there in Google and the searches. And if you're taking your listings down every two weeks or even every month, it's not even getting indexed. I I, it just, and it blows my mind that whole mindset is that is the thing to do and it's i don't know where that came from i don't know that's i and i was one of those people that back way back when that was what you did we never questioned it yeah but now that the statistics and the data is out there and we can look at it and go oh there's a lot of controversy about how this works it doesn't work but for me personally i prefer to go in and tweak tweak my listing, That's work right. around the title a little bit, check, make sure my keywords are still valid and will still, because keywords, sometimes you can, I'll go back in sometimes and I'll look at my keywords and go, why didn't I put this one in there? This is yep. so pertinent. And so you can do that. There's, you can raise your price, raise your price. And no need to do the list and release with list perfectly. So you don't break okay. that. Oh, that's a thing. No need with LP. No need because we have an update button. So think about it. Okay. But Clara, I disagree. Clara, I am selling really good. I sell in two weeks and I'm doing really good. <laughs> Guess what? Maybe your prices are too low. Just saying, because it hasn't even got a chance to go to Google. And that should be your jam. Let eBay, since you're already paying for it, you're already paying these eBay fees. That's the advantage. Try to see what happens if you make your listing last for two months, okay? And even if you're doing auction, auctions, start at a high price. Why don't you try that? Start a high price instead of starting at $20. Because believe me, when we're looking for good items, we know that the $20 auctions, okay, even though they might go to, I don't know, 500 in three, four days. So I don't know if there is seven days or maybe there is five days auctions nowadays. But that's why I want to explain maybe your prices are too low, or maybe you're selling to other sellers. So that is just my perspective. We're big on optimization and using, instead of the delist release, if you need to update prices, you could do it in bulk from LP and updates in that update. How many of you have you used another service that tells you that they removed the listing and it's still there? But here in the upper right corner, you can see that the that's why we give you a tab 
That's where we don't hide the tabs. So you can see yourself, okay, that was effectively delisted. Technology is not there to be perfect when it's automated. Believe me, it's not. I am doing an exhaustive product research. And that's what we broke it down. So you can have confirmation on each tab. And it's a quick click just to close them up. It's simple as that. You don't need to close the 50 tabs manually. So if you take one thing away from those Dave Snyder eBay SEO episodes, this is the one thing he said that has stuck with me. Yeah. If you think your listing is stale, it was stale when you listed it. And there's yeah. a big difference between refreshing and delisting and relisting. You want to go in and you want to refresh your stuff and you want to take a look and you want to try different things. There are people that will always disagree on this because they've seen success with this and you can get a little bump by relisting, but you're killing the long-term SEO, which really contributes to everything, your store, all of your listings. And if you are selling a ton of stuff, you may see some success. The most I've ever had listed at once was like a hundred things. If you've got 10,000 listings, you're going to probably see a little statistically more success. Yeah. I say, believe eBay, they don't recommend the practice. I think that's really important. If you think your listing is stale, it was stale from the start and certainly refresh it regularly, try different things. Again, like Claire was saying, look at the price, look at your, your title, your items, descriptions, but um, no need to delist, no need yeah, to delist. I, I and here, so. and mm. this is the reason why people will tell you delist and release because they don't have an update button. If your listing wasn't, let's say optimized in the beginning, imagine their ranking would get lower and lower. That's why we're so big on not delisting and releasing. No need to destroy the indexing and the hard work that eBay is doing to try to improve your watchers and the impressions that you're getting on your listings. So that's big on this perfectly. So you can sell more and you can, through the update button, there is no need, you can test better. Was it the price? Was it the title? Was it the category? You can start paying and you can narrow down, all right? In, instead of delisting and releasing the same thing, that's definition of insanity. Google it, okay? Definition of insanity is doing, repeating the same act and expecting a different outcome. It works in real life. It works on real estate. It works in technology and software. I promise you not, okay? Otherwise, I would build that, okay? I would build it like that. All right. Sorry, I get very excited. Anything else you would like to add to this controversial topic and so important to our, our community? Like you, like you were saying, it's it's one of those things where, for me anyway, let's perfectly makes it so easy to go ahead and just update to be able to go in, to make your changes, hit that one button, it goes out to all your all your platforms, change. And if you want to experiment, if you're on the fence or you do the delist and relist, and you're not seeing the results that you want to see experiment, change some stuff and do an update instead and just see what happens. That's one of the main things that, that is amazing about what we do is we run what we do. We are the ones that get to make the changes and nobody's telling us what to do. We can do what we want. And if you want to experiment, just see what happens. Totally. It can't hurt. I don't want to push anything on anybody. I, I believe one way. A lot of people don't believe that way. So if you're not seeing the results that you want to see the way you're doing it, change it up. There you yep. go. So for us, there is no problem with List Perfectly. There is no problem that you let it renew because the link between List Perfectly and eBay will not break. Okay. I am a big fan of renewing. What is it called? Fix, fix format. Okay. Good, good till cancel or fix format. Right. When I'm seeing a lot of watchers and impressions, but if I'm seeing a lot of watchers and impressions and very low offers, okay, that's when I will prevent it from renew because I know, okay, that after 45 days is not the audience, it's me. There is something wrong with my listing. That's just my perspective. Yeah, and I just wanted to add that if you're, I also, another theory that yeah. works for some and some believe in it, some don't, is yeah. to, that item that hasn't been selling Go pick it up and feel it and touch oh. it and hold it up to the heavens. Yes, that happened to me two days I ago. I promise you people it works. I 
I'll never forget. Everybody knows my Vicuna coat that I found in a state sale in Beverly Hills for one fifty, and I flip it for seven thousand. And it was eight months, guy. And you know how I feel about it. And I'm like, oh, come on, anybody. It's dead stock. It's no news. What's going on? What did I do wrong? Of course, I retouch. I, I retouch, okay? I updated the listing because I didn't want to break, okay, the SEO that Eva did. And I realized that removing the brand, nobody cared about the brand, of, about that Vicuna coat. So what I did, I moved vintage. I removed the era and I put vintage Vicuna coat over coat and then i put what is it 100 percent the number 100 percent so you could stand out from blends because literally most nowadays it's like 10 percent by Tuna and the rest is cashmere no okay that's really cheap that that's so, expensive. so that's what i did and that's when i saw in that this comes from trial error that we did as resellers. I just want to share those two cents and the reason of our logic with Amanda in behind this perfectly and consulting with so many pro eBay sellers and community people. Yeah. And also the, the category, I had a client come to me once and, oh, I just can't sell, I can't sell these cowboy boots for anything. Uh, Went in and looked and they were in the category well, of hospital scrubs. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's start number one, okay, with SEO, okay? Number one thing, okay? Is it still on the list? Sorry, I haven't listing natively on eBay for a long time, but I believe one of the first things you have to do is select the category. Is it still yeah. like that? Yeah, title. So there is a reason, people. Please take the time. If you're not sure, go to Facebook group or list perfectly. What category? Category is the number one for SEO. Then comes the keywords, okay, that you use on your title. Then comes for eBay, okay, I'm talking eBay. The item descriptions that are recommended, all right? Then comes also, okay, the information that you're providing in the description box. They don't want a naked description box, okay? We're not drop shippers. They, even though there is a whole, there is different segments of eBay that you can use for that, but for the segment that we're catering to, all right? I just want to address that. And I'll just say real quick from working at eBay and knowing some of this is don't try to game the system. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping anybody because an algorithm takes what's put into it and then puts things out based on the data that are coming in. So you get a lot of people that try to cheat with item specifics or they try to get listed in categories that they shouldn't be listed in. You need to be in the proper category for what you're selling or you're messing up the algorithm. That's why you see things like issues with item specifics and item specifics that shouldn't be there showing up. Category is number one, get in the right category, but don't try and game the system. Don't try and cheat, trust the algorithm because it's all data-based. Again, a company that has 27, 28 years of buyer and seller data across multiple categories, not even Amazon has that. All right. Diana, can you explain what you meant by only yeah. fill out required item specifics and not fill out suggested item specifics? If you don't fill out suggested, doesn't that exclude your item in the left-hand search? First of all, do the required, of course, but and recommended, required, recommended. And then if you do have that item that is not going to show up, there is the option for you to make up your own now, I was told by eBay that if you are using the same one, say I have concert t-shirts and I would put the word concert t-shirt as one of my item specifics. And yeah. if I wrote it enough time, it may have changed, but the last I heard it was like eight times. If you write that eight times or more and you're consistent, you always have it the same way, eventually eBay is going to add it to the list. So, you know, if you're item specific, if you have a need for it, keep using it, don't switch it up, and then it could get added to the list. Perfect. That's a great answer. One final question, if I may please, putting at the end of the title on a listing, putting NWT in price helps or hurts a listing. Back in the day, if you were selling only on eBay, right? NWT, everybody would know what is that. 
So keep it simple, put new, okay, make sure it's new, right? Not something that is not really new, okay? Or But make sure that you just keep it simple. And then in the description, you can put new with tags. And then on the bottom, as you go on the list perfectly, will help you, okay, to transfer, okay? Because in list, the list perfectly form, we have different, like new with box, new without box. There's so many options you can choose, okay, to determine that. But keep it simple because you are selling a multiple market marketplaces and new is new okay vintage is vintage pricing in the past what do you guys think for example i don't know crystal glass msrp 50 right and i'm putting it for auction at ten dollars what do you guys think about that in the day people would do msrp did not work well for me it doesn't make a difference i wouldn't who's going to be doing a search yeah. for that and that's you're wasting real estate in your title or something yeah. that makes no difference. The good news is that eBay gives you like a gazillion, okay, characters for title from right. Walmart, eBay and from the platforms we support with the eBay and Shopify, all right, that they give you a gazillion characters for your titles. It's very different, okay, in Mercari, Depop, etc. What category do you put those one quarter zip tops or oh, sweater shirts or sweatshirts? I've seen them in all. Okay, I didn't do good on women's clothing when I tried. What would you say, girls? What would you recommend on this one? Put one in each. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> one in each. I love it. I That's, a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> You wouldn't go searching. This is me, but there are people out there. I guess it would go searching for a quarter zip top. For me, I yeah. go, I search sweatshirt. I search sweatshirt. Yeah. I search. Those are the, the things that as a shopper, that's what I would search. Cause I don't really give a hoot about a quarter zip. I don't care if it's zip. It's not my thing, but there are going to be shoppers out there. I guess that would, but that's just me. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to do a popular now, a very popular video requested because I am surprised that more people don't know that if you come from, if you're an eBayer, okay, no problem, but you have those vertical images, worries not, list perfectly, has the right tool for you. I'm going to share right now a quick video, what we do with your images before we take it, because the other marketplaces we represent with exception of Etsy or in Shopify, all of them require a very specific format that is not compatible with eBay and those other marketplaces I just mentioned. When it comes to image management, that's another number one thing. SEO, go and look at the eBay session that we have in the past. We also have the eBay, the background remover that is so important and we'll explain you why. We love your flower patterns or maybe your gray background set your phones a one times one ratio and only take product photos in square mode that is so true kimi what would you like to add oh my gosh it's funny because yeah. i have never done that experiment where i've cross posted without that setting yeah. checked it was just an awe because i'm like i've never done that without the setting and i didn't realize that they cropped it so badly so I'm, yeah, I'm in, I'm just mind blown right here. This is why we built this. You're working all day, right? Our photo roll is all, you know, our inventory. And then we go on holidays and you took videos and pictures and they came in one, right? So that's why you want to let Liz perfectly do the hard work. More eBay. I want to show one that is important. Okay. Kimberly, what happened with drafts recently on eBay? Oh my goodness. Oh, I felt so bad for everybody. So many people lost so many drafts and they lost uh, scheduled listings as well. Oh, all, really? that, all that work gone. Oh, I mean, love oh, eBay. Oh. I love eBay, but that, Ooh, that hurt. That least perfectly. That's why we're listing solution to come up to the rescue. So here we go. <laughs> LP to the rescue. Did you know you can do drafts in least perfectly? Yes. You can even convert all those drafts into listings, right, to cross posts. No need to go one by one, okay? I didn't know that extended to schedule listings too. Yes. I don't know that it was the same, like, ratio, but yeah. I know that a lot of drafts and then some people were saying that they had also lost scheduled listings. So, yeah, it was ugly. 
I'm glad that you're bringing that up because teaching knowledge perfectly also can import schedule listings. So we can import <laughs> ended listings, active listings, schedule listings. Okay. What else am I missing? Ended, active, active schedule. Active, unlisted, active, unlisted, and sold. Okay. We import a lot of things from eBay. My auctions that I have running, the cash register will go off unless perfectly when my auction then. <laughs> That's amazing. So make sure, okay, orderly, you import, okay, your, your unsold listings that you're having the most challenges, the ones that you're like, what's going on here, okay? You, if you choose to release, that's no problem, okay? But this is the things that I'm talking about, the tools for you to optimize listing and understand what do you need to do better. Yeah. So list perfectly, when you take pictures, whether you do it on your phone or whatever, and then you drag them into a draft on list perfectly, or you take them directly into list perfectly, which you can do on your phone, the quality that you take them at, they're going to stay that quality. List perfectly does not dumb them down. List perfectly doesn't compress them. Whatever you put in there is the quality you're going to start with. If you're starting with a good quality picture and it's going out to all of your marketplaces, those marketplaces are going to receive it and you're going to end up with the highest quality. Like Clara said, if you're starting your listings on Poshmark, you're starting with the worst quality pictures that you can start with. Poshmark is always going to do that to your photos. So if you start with those photos, you're going to end up with those quality photos on all of your platforms. And we all know how important pictures are. Another thing, I'm going to talk on something that Kimmy loves to talk about. Kimberly, what do you think? How important are description footers? Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up because you know how much I love them. <laughs> that was actually the tipping point. And there were so many, so many amazing things to go with the pro plan. But that was my tipping point was when I was like, you know what? That's what I want. I want those footers really badly. Right. It's just, since you're, it saves so much time because you're not putting a different blurb or whatever you want to call it at the end of every single one of your descriptions, it's automated. Say on Poshmark, you want all of your listings to say, please check out my closet on eBay. You want to say, oh, please check out my other listings on eBay. Yeah. You can go and you can do that with each individual platform and it was perfectly yep. automatically put that at the end of all of your listings and you're not ending up going to Poshmark with a listing that says check out my eBay store and then word alert will take care of that it'll save you time if you just put it in your footers and let's perfectly will take care of it automatically Kimmy what do you put on your eBay footer please on all of mine I say non-smoking home and I don't know if, if everybody knows about this but when you ship things to Germany you have to register and it's something about having to pay a certain fee because any shipping supplies that you send over to Germany has to be accounted for. And I decided I didn't want to register for that. For those of you that don't understand, okay, when I stopped selling full-time, I saw the declaration form that you have to send to Germany. And, the, oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, Germany. And they pay really good. It's just... Yeah. I noticed that I have to increase so much a price to make up for the time that I have to right. do for filling the custom forms. Correct. Yeah. So what I do, instead of it being a big deal and me having to go in and specifically type in something for Grailed, for instance, I don't have to, I can go down to my Grailed. Oh, actually I have it in my Grailed footer. It does not ship to Germany. And the thing is with Grailed, you can't specify where you want to ship to or not. It's Europe. You can't go, oh, I'll ship to there, but I won't ship to there. You can check Europe. You can still sell to the rest of Europe, but in your yep. footer, you've got that little blurb there. So people can yes. see it and go, oh, okay. Yep. So that's another reason I love the footers because it's, mm. it saves me. <laughs> yes. So important to say pet free, smoke free, and this is your chance to sell. Please tell me why should I buy from you? I am going to eBay because obviously I don't want to go to Walmart and get it for $2.99. I want to support a small business owner. Tell me why am I buying for you? Is it because you're going to get the, uh, what is a scholarship for your kid? Is it for your retirement? You want to be an entrepreneur? Please support my dream of being an entrepreneur. We want to see that. Please help us understand 
what's your business vision and mission so we get more excited because we know that you're not going to be answering and telling us the whole story of why you started your small business but we want to know a little about it this is the chance to put your restrictions your vision your mission your what you recommend and maybe and maybe you can even put on ebay you can put say see my other ebay store there you go. And that's allowable. That's allowed because it's eBay. It's not your telling tell somebody uh -huh. check Poshmark. It's nope. another eBay. So it's good. absolutely permitted. Go and see my other eBay. I used to have many eBay stores, okay, because I segmented, but that's something that I really recommend. What a session. Wow. Yes. Last, okay, Dougie, last words of wisdom, please. Oh, last words of wisdom. I was thinking about this. If and we mentioned it, but if somebody asked me what's one piece, it's be patient. Cause I was not patient when I started selling. Now exactly. I want to make my, oh my God, it's been 24 hours. I haven't I lost, sold anything. Yeah. I'd never had a ton of listings and I didn't lose thousands, but I probably lost a few hundred dollars by being impatient. So be patient and evolve, be willing to learn. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing, doggy. Yeah, thank you. Big on your shoulder, okay. Our Hall of Fame, eBay, incredible. Okay. So, what would you say, words of wisdom for people that have been already selling on eBay, but they want to take their eBay game to the next level, but it's intimidating, more listings, more things to manage. Ah, can I do it? Should I do it? Just do it, as Teresa would say. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in. No, one other thing I wanted to mention, although I, it's hard to beat Doug's tip because Doug's tip was very good, especially if you, someone sends you a message and it's irritating, sleep on it. <laughs> don't, don't write back and go da, 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 when you're yeah. angry. Never respond when you're angry is one tip that I have. And the other tip about the photos to back Thank up you. the photos. Sometimes new sellers or not the new sellers that are ready to take the next level, they're like, ooh, I'm going to try this percentage and this delisting and this amount of, and it's the things is on the simplicity of answering messages on a timely manner right? Because if you think yeah. that paying promotions is going to do the job and then you're answering messages, okay, five days later, or you're answering messages after you ship the item. Don't be paying 10% percentage of promotion and hoping that that will increase your sales. Okay. Just wanted to mention that up. Okay. That's my two cents, Kimmy, yeah. our incredible LP community leader for our amazing least perfectly Facebook group tester and so much more. What would you suggest? Okay. For our audience, please. Raise your prices. Yeah, give me anything else you would like to add about besides erasing prices. That was a good one. Was. Give yourself some grace, set your goals and don't, you don't set your goals too low, but don't give yourself some grace. If you have a goal, you don't reach it. Don't beat yourself up. We can't do that. We can't do that and be sustainable. Thanks for joining today, everyone. We appreciate it. Thanks for sticking with us for this eBay Beyond the Basics Live.